Hello and welcome back to another episode of the uh, Digital Media Center podcast. I'm your host, Mohan Fichi, and today I'm uh, here with Jeffrey DeRose. Uh, DeRose. DeRose. So, Jeffrey, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, so, tell us a little about yourself. What do you do? I looked up that you're CSI. Uh, you're the CSI tech incubator. Yep. What exactly does that mean? Um, yeah. So the so that's it answer your question. I'm, I'm Jeffrey DeRose. I'm the director of the CSI Tech Incubator. Um, and the CSI Tech Incubator is a tech hub uh, dedicated to driving um, economic growth through uh, entrepreneurship, education, and resources, as well as technology education. The CSI Tech Incubator was maybe started a couple of years ago, maybe like six or seven years ago. Don't quote me on that. Um, but I maybe came in roughly three years ago and you know, shout outs to the people who came before me, you know, because uh, launching an institution is no easy task, right? They had to make proposals to like the borough president's office and city council, and they had to apply for grants. And there was a lot of groundwork that was put into getting the institution established. And the institution opened up, and I kind of came in and I was able to um, create the actual program that we have today. The program actually has been very successful. Um, in the last three years, we've won like over $3 million in awards and funding you know, from city council, from the governor's office, from the SBA, from Verizon. Um, the companies who have came through our program have won over $10 million in funding. Um, not won, um, they received $10 million in investment um, you know, in the past three years. And you know, we're working with some great companies who are growing and making an impact. And you know, it's, it's very uh, rewarding work. So how exactly did you find yourself working as uh, to help other people start their own businesses? Um, yeah, so prior to getting to um, the incubator, I actually had my own consulting company. So I was doing like marketing consulting, business development consulting. Um, I also was doing a lot of community events, right? So teaching about entrepreneurship, teaching about investing, teaching about wealth building. And um, uh, ironically, I actually messaged the borough president about the community work I was doing, um, the borough president at the time. Uh, uh, Jim Otto, shout out to Jim, thank you. Uh, and he liked the community work I was doing. He he invited me down to a round table with all the like head honchos. They're trying. They were having a discussion about how to build a tech ecosystem on Staten Island. I was very vocal in that meeting, and my director was really liked my ideas. And we had a meeting, and the rest was history. So that's kind of how I ended up there. Right. So during like this uh, time of you like finding yourself, did you have any like uh, challenges that you like faced that that you managed to overcome? Oh yeah, so many challenges. Um, you know, I, I am a child of Haitian immigrants, so you know, uh, definitely you know just being raised with financial challenges. You know, we didn't come from a family with money or anything like that. Um, granted, though, we maybe started out not so well, but my father did have his own business and he did start doing better. Uh, but yeah, you know, just just being an entrepreneur, right? Uh, being an entrepreneur of color, starting from nothing, uh, having no portfolio, you know, just trying to get off the ground. Uh, I had a lot of financial challenges. Um, even just like, you know, uh, not being able to hang out, not being able to go on vacations. Uh, girls I was dating at the time, not being able to afford to take them out on dates and stuff like that. So I just had like, you know, definitely a lot of challenges I had to overcome. Uh, but, you know, I never gave up on myself. I always kept working hard. I kept on building my business, kept on building my portfolio, kept on building my clientele, kept serving the community regardless of what I was going through. And, 
you know, I was able to persevere and kind of just, just make it through those early stages of just not really generating much income when you're starting out as a business owner. All right. So during your time of, like, helping people, has there been anyone that you, like, re- that has really stuck out to you? Um, yeah, you know, um, I've been fortunate enough to work with some of the most successful people in New York City. Um, like, for example, uh, one of my clients runs the um, largest independent broker-dealer on Staten Island. Oh, really? Yeah, they have like something like a billion, over a billion dollars in assets under management. Uh, the founder isn't a billionaire, but like you know, they have a sizable operation. Uh, technically, the school was my client. I was, they hired me to be a consultant to help them develop this program for like the first year. They liked my work, then I became a director. Um, there's countless of local entrepreneurs that I've worked with, you know, in the North Shore community on Staten Island, um, who I've helped them, like, you know, get their businesses off the ground. Um, another notable one is the, uh, the Badass Boot Camp. I helped them secure the investor that allowed them to actually open up their retail location. Um, so there's, there's plenty of people that's doing great things on Staten Island that I had the pleasure of working with. All right. Uh, I was also, last night, actually, when I was doing some research on you, I went through your LinkedIn profile, and I read one of your articles about, like, uh, your, uh, on how to grow your business, and there was something that I had a question for, like, what if uh, someone didn't, what if someone wasn't, like, that outgoing? Like, what if someone was, like, super shy and, like, they were more introverted in themselves? Uh, I want to say I was that person. And uh, you might see me today as maybe a person who's very comfortable and confident, but actually in my personal life, even before starting with I struggled with self-esteem issues. I struggled with confidence issues. I was very introverted. I mean, if I'm comfortable with you, I'm very outgoing, right? So, um, so I'm a big believer in just facing your fears, and I feel like, you know, just things might make you uncomfortable, but the more you keep doing those uncomfortable things, the less uncomfortable they feel. And then also, as you face these things, right, you you have all these anxieties about what could happen, and you realize that even when those things that do happen, happen, that you're so worried about, like, it's not the end of the world. You know, um, as long as, you know, you're not dead, and you have a roof over your head, and you have food on the table, tomorrow's a new day. And so that's how I face my fears. and was able to overcome those things just by doing and just, you know, saying, hey, I might be uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it anyway and try to be better. So you just take the approach of just, like, keep pushing forward, more or less? Yeah, you know, keep keep pushing. I don't want to say keep pushing forward. I want to say, you know, uh, just keep trying and working on improving in areas um, and also just facing your fears. You know, you could push forward without facing your fears, but I think it's just about facing those actual fears and realizing that they have no power over you. Right. So, a little bit more about, like, the tech incubator. You talked about on how like, you've helped, like, multiple companies. How many of the companies do you, like yourself, use on a daily basis? <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, Probably none of them, <laughs> uh, because these aren't companies selling products, right? These are people doing uh, B2B SaaS, right? Uh, so SaaS is like software as a service. Uh, for example, uh, one of our most successful companies is a Spanish literacy app that's about teaching Spanish-speaking students how to read and write in Spanish so that they can learn English better, oh. right? That's not something I'm going to use. <laughs> right, right. But that's a company that I can consult and advise and help bring them resources to help them grow and scale. Um, so a lot of the companies, they're producing things that are of value in the world, but, you know, these aren't, like, products. You know, they're tech, they're tech it's software, so 
you know, I might not be the target market. Oh, I, I got you. So you mostly the tech incubator is more for like uh, more technology based businesses starting up. Yes, um, but outside of the incubator, maybe on the consulting side, uh, like. We're sitting next to Frame by TT. I actually bought some glasses the other day. Uh, great glasses for anyone out there. Go shop Frame by TT. Um, I shop with the Meta Cabinet. They make like you know holistic like you know or maybe like you know, they make their own teas and sea mosses and like health stuff. You know, um, so I definitely support people that I work with. The same like through the incubator program itself. You know, those companies once again they're technology software companies that aren't necessarily geared for me as a user. Right. So, as as a tech director or as the uh, incubator director, uh, what would you recommend for uh, people just starting out, like their business? Um. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, one, I would say, uh, figure out your why. You know, um, is this business just starting a passion project, or is it something that you think is going to be impactful? Um, I would say also think about, uh, you know, solving a problem. Uh, a lot of times people are pursuing only passion projects or vanity projects. You know, like, for example, starting a clothing line or starting, you know, um, a record label or like, you know, just, just things that are very crowded spaces, you know, and that can be a little tough. Where if you're starting things that are solving problems with people, you, you'll get a lot more business, right? Like myself doing um, web development and, and marketing consulting, I realized that um, on Staten Island there was all these entrepreneurs, I don't know if you know the statistic, but um, women of color were like the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. Oh, really? Yep. And so I realized that there's all these um, people of color starting businesses, but um, there's very few people in our community who really understands tech, who knows how to build a website, who knows how to build an app, and I said, hey, I can be the guy building the websites for this community because there's literally like no competition. Right. And uh, I think that's the way to start a business. You know, how do you find a space where you can solve an uh, issue or a challenge people that other people really aren't doing, or at least people in your direct vicinity aren't really doing? Right. Uh, so I think where time is running out, so just one final question before you go. Uh, as someone like myself, or like if you can go back to your uh, past self, what would you tell like a younger version of yourself or someone just starting in like tech industry? Uh, in general? A, a great question. A couple things. Um, I would tell myself to be more confident. Um, I would tell myself to um, uh, be secure in the journey. Like, you know, I think something, you know, when you start business, you don't really know where you're going to go or where you're going to end up. And you have to give your all to this thing that could be a complete failure and to not fear the failure. Um, and uh, lastly, to work hard and maintain discipline, right? Because working hard and having discipline in your work is a, is a form of self-care. If you really want to be successful, you really want to see your business win, if you really believe in what you're doing, you should be giving um, your all into that. Okay. Uh, thank you for coming out. It's, uh, it's an actual like honor to meet you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here.